Hi, this is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. This is where we challenge ourselves to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We remind ourselves that we are the epistles that many people will see. So we compose ourselves, we act, we live our lives knowing that people are watching. This is December. And we've been talking about what is it about Christmas. And we did say that we will look at it from the account of Luke, the physician in the Bible. He's the one who details the story of Christmas for us. And today I want to speak to anybody out there who's had to wait for anything. And you've wondered, maybe served in the in the work, in the vineyard, served for a long time, did all you know to do, you're a good person, and yet this one thing that you really want the most eludes you. Just think that God may have an agenda. Let's look at the book of Luke, chapter 1. And I would read from the New Living Translation. Many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They use the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. And he titles the next paragraph, The Birth of John the Baptist, foretold. When Herod, the king of Judea, was there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah. And his wife, Elizabeth, was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by Lord to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But, when the, but then the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You would have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for you will be Great in the eyes of the Lord, he must never touch wine or any other alcohol or holy drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of God. I would like to stop there. Actually, I think I overshot what I wanted to say today. There is Zechariah of the priestly line. And there is Elizabeth 
also of the priestly line. So let's say that Zachariah was pastor in church and Elizabeth was his dutiful wife. Both priests or descendants of priests serving in the vineyard of God. So they don't know any other way of life apart from serving God. You would expect that someone who is serving God so dutifully and at the front line for that matter would not be in need of that one thing that would prove that they had God's approval. Because you know that to have children in that culture is proof that God approves of you. Because the word says that children are the heritage of God. So how is it that you're serving God and you don't have that one thing that proves that God approves of you? The Bible did not tell us that um, they complained. It didn't. We only know that they had been waiting for a long while because they were both old. And in that culture, people married early. Or at least the women married early. So for Elizabeth to be old, it meant that they had been married for a while. And the Bible says that Elizabeth was barren. How is it that someone who is near the brooks is dry? How is it that someone who serves at such close quarters does not have fruit? How is it that someone who rose to the rank of being the high priest almost cannot produce a child? Will it be all right if we agreed that God had an agenda? God was preparing a savior and he was preparing uh, someone to herald the savior. And if God wanted to send something so sensitive, who do you think he will send? He will send someone who is faithful, who daily waits at the temple. So, my dear, have you had to wait for anything that you know that you are qualified for? Have you had to wait? Is it possible that God has a special mission that he can only trust to someone who is waiting before him. It's just a food for thought. As you go through today, just think that one thing that bothers you so much, does he have God's hand written all over it? God bless you. Let's talk some more tomorrow.